Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 822 and it's Friday, which means it's time for us to check in with Hancock and Kelly. Good morning, John Hancock. Hey there. Good morning. And Michael Kelly. Top of the morning, Debbie. You both look very cheerful this morning. Yep. We were up late together last night. Oh, okay. Well, we won't ask for details on that. Oh, it was good. It's good that we were at the Missouri <laughs> Athletic Club. I hadn't been there in years. A beautiful old building still, man. It really is. Yeah. We had Claire McCaskill and Roy Blunt. That oh, we, how about that? that? We moderated a conversation. It was fun. My goodness. I actually missed them both. Yeah. That's what we said. Yeah. That's what we said. Oh, back, back in the old days. Uh, well, let's move a little forward because I've been, it hasn't been making as much news as maybe it should, but the governor of Texas, John Hancock, yeah. Greg Abbott, is defying Supreme Court orders. He says the Supreme Court can't tell him what to do. I guess that only counts when you don't like what they tell you, but um, other Republican governors are now backing him. So what do you make of that? So I don't know enough about the jurisprudence on this thing. It would seem to me, and, and I've not looked at it, but it would seem to me that a Supreme Court ruling would be determinative uh, in terms of, you know, what should happen. I don't know if there's a uh, a constitutional theory upon which he's basing the action. Uh, perhaps there is, and maybe somebody can educate me on it. But I would, you know, it it seems a little bit. If if you don't follow the directives of a Supreme Court ruling, then what what does the rule of law mean? Well, it means nothing anymore in the time of Donald Trump, uh, and that's what this is really all about. This is about putting on a show. Uh, and not adhering to the Constitution, not following the institutions, and continue to draw attention to what is vitally important It needs to be dealt with. Uh, unfortunately, there's a solution on the table right now, but Donald Trump says we can't pass it. So uh, Greg Abbott and our own governor and a bunch of the Republicans got to go down to the border and act, uh, you know, do a little play to continue to get attention. Well, the barbed wire was working. I mean, as far as, you know, you look at that Eagle Pass area that had been just inundated, and the barbed wire is working. So, uh, you know, they, somehow we've got to get beyond the partisan divide here and start figuring out how we're going to solve what is indeed a crisis at the southern border. Well, it is Groundhog Day, so that's what we're <laughs> dealing with exactly. right now. Uh, there was a poll in Michigan where young voters aren't particularly that happy with President Biden. Uh, Politico has a story this morning that says the president behind closed doors called Trump a sick so I'm just curious, Michael, what you think. Is that maybe an intentional 
thing by Biden getting that out there to say, hey, I'm no pushover. I, you know, just because I'm 81 years old doesn't mean I'm going to be pushed around by Trump. Uh, I have to imagine that most of the people who work with Donald Trump said the same thing. Uh, Rex Tillerson said it. Uh, a lot of people have said it. John Bolton said it. I mean, the, the, I think the president's probably said it a couple of times about the former president. In terms of the young people's situation, uh, yeah, it is a problem for the Biden administration right now. But remember, as we slide through the summer and we get to a binary choice between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, it's clear where young voters are going to be. Um, uh, there's just no house for them with Donald Trump. He is wrong on all the policies that young people seem to care about. Uh, Joe Biden has a couple of issues, in particular the Palestinian situation, but I'm, uh, I, he's standing by his principles, and I think he'll be rewarded by young voters once we get to the binary choice. He's got a real problem. Uh, to your question, Scott, which I thought was perceptive, uh, you, you asked whether that quote from Biden was intentionally put out by the Biden campaign. Yeah, the answer is yes. And, you know, it's interesting. And I, I think, you know, tactically it makes some sense to get that out there. And uh, so, yeah, I don't think that was an organically placed news story. I think they, you know, pushed it out there. I think it was Taylor Swift who did it. <laughs> yeah. Could have been. I am glad you brought her She is her to blame up. for everything. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the Republican attacks on Taylor Swift this week have been a little over the top. Yeah, and, you know, I, I couldn't have, before this NFL season, I couldn't have picked Taylor Swift out of a police lineup. I had no <laughs> idea what she looked like. I, and, you know, and now that she's come to attention, I've, you know, what I've learned is pretty impressive. I mean, here's a, here's a woman that has written her entire catalog. That, that just doesn't happen in the music industry anymore. And a perceptive businesswoman who went back and and recaptured all of her royalties yep. from all of her old albums that she didn't have rights to. Um, she's impressive. Yeah, but let's be clear what this is really all about. This is a continuing to fill that anger narrative that has to drive the Republican base. And uh, Taylor Swift does have one thing against her as it relates to white male Republicans. She's a woman. A very successful woman right. with influence. Well, you know, it might as well come out against puppy dogs, too. I well, it just, I don't, they the, are. the politics of it doesn't make sense to me. Real quick before we have to go, there was some good news, though. There was a bipartisan tax bill that passed the House. Bipartisan. I mean, I, I just wanted to celebrate that a little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to add to that, Michael? I, good, right? Hopefully they're going to get a bipartisan border deal done, too. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> Boy, boy. Hey, what do you guys have coming and up? That's that. Scott McFarlane, we're going to talk about uh, the congressional back and forth on the border and Ukraine funding. He's going to be with us. And uh, I made it out of the parking garage last night. Wait till you hear this one. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.